MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head on over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our relaunch merch store when you get all of your favorite SGPN gear. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Hi, yo, DeGenerinos, and welcome back. Hopefully back. Hopefully you're a longtime fan. If you're a new fan, welcome. This is the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 166. Going to give it out, uh, send it out to number 66, Mario Lemieux. He was supposed to get episode 66, but my hapless co-host messed it up and didn't dedicate it to him <laughs> way back 100 episodes ago. So I'm going to give it to him now because Mario Lemieux needs more respect, of course. So um, let's give it out to hockey great Mario Lemieux. Uh, but this isn't a Mario Lemieux podcast, even though it could be. Um, Pittsburgh fans would enjoy that, but no, this is a MMA podcast. More specifically, a podcast to tell you how to make money uh, betting on MMA uh, with, with a good sprinkle of nonsense thrown in as well. I would be one of the uh, one of the hosts here. Jeff Cockromanoff Fox is what I go by now. I've decided uh, I'm going to bring in my co-host for part two of our breakdown of this week's ufc this is the main card portion props parlays recommended plays all that cool stuff um his nickname doesn't change too much it's uh, back to being gumby god um but that's like i said that that nickname is um always he always has to defend that like a championship belt if he messes up this week he will not be a god any longer that's kind of the rules of being a god no slip up so we'll see if he and you can keep it going this week. His name is Daniel Vreeland. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's up? Well, you're, you seem shocked. No, you just usually you ask me. A, you usually ask me a question, and then I have something to riff on, or okay. or you 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 okay, say um, something about a, a recent performance, or but no, it's just hey, his name's Gumby, and then you're just like hey, <laughs> his name is Gumby. How you how how you feeling about this main card there? I gave you. Uh, I mean, like up and down, like it it's. I mean, it's kind of one of those ones where. I don't like a lot of these fighters in the spots they're in. Um, and, and I have, I have a dog in there and I don't love them for a bunch of reasons, but I'm going to pick them anyway. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I, I like my actual dogs, my, my, uh, Muggsy Bogues and Michael Bisping, but, uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't love the, the underdog plays on this card for sure. Has Michael Bisping puked since we've last discussed him on the air? No, my, uh, so Mikey Bisping uh, got in a car again the other day, uh, and he's he's notoriously not good in cars. So uh, I we luckily I heard him hacking, and we just were able to pull into a gas station, puked right in front of a gas station oh. attendant, popped him right back in the car, and got going. <laughs> oh, this dog. He, um, did was it on air that you told us that he puked on your other dog, or maybe that was off air? But you know, I, I can't remember. If it, I can't remember if it was on or off air, but my. Muggsy Bogues took it like a champ. God bless him. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Always so much fun. Um, all right. This isn't a dog puke episode. 
hopefully hopefully people don't give this a dog puke rating but if you do give us a rating that says we're dog puke i will dedicate an episode to you regardless so uh that's how desperate we are for reviews so you can even call us dog puke and i will i will uh give you a shout out but no you're not gonna think it's dog puke we're gonna give you winning picks for this week's main portion of the ufc fight card if, if you want to look for the prelim picks which you definitely should if you haven't heard them yet lots of money to be had there we are in on a couple underdogs we're both in on the same underdogs which is strange so um go back an episode in your feed let's let her listen to this one first if you want and then go back and, and listen to 165 where we break down the prelim portion but this time we're, we're doing the main card but first i'm going to tell you about win make sure you get down on the wins bet 50 dollars win 200 promotion where a 50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 in free bets plus the ultimate fantasy football experience bet 500 or more on sports casino before july 31st so you got a couple weeks uh get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience Encore Beach Club, including your two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app. Visit winnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now let's move on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. We use it for ours at SGP. And it's the game changer product like anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It is super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. Very reason I'm excited about over-under and Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money with this pick for what day are we coming into? Friday's action. So uh, Friday's action. Uh, yeah, you could you could take Shane McClanahan's uh, over on his strikeout total. He'll be facing the Reds and they strike out a ton. So I'll take Shane McClanahan. Uh, not not rewriting the uh, or, or reinventing the wheel here, taking the Cy Young favorite to strike out one of the worst teams in the majors a bunch of times. But uh, that's what I'm going to go with. And he is one of my keepers in my keeper league, if you remember correctly, Dan. He was one of the ones that you and I decided I should keep. And I'm glad I did keep him. Yeah, he's he's pretty good this year. <laughs> he's, having a, he's having a better year than the other pitcher I picked, uh, Woodruff. I captain. He's having a much better year than Wood, uh, Brandon Woodruff. So, anyhow, this isn't a, uh, a starting pitcher podcast. Uh, MLB gambling podcast is your own for that. So, But Dan gave you a winning play. Here's what you do. Mobile phone. Get on it. Join your listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. If you really want to join our squad, buy some of our merch. We relaunched the SGPN merch store. Tons of awesome gear from your favorite SGPN shows, such as this one. Go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Buy some of our swag. Join the squad. All right, main portion, 9 p.m. Eastern this Friday on ESPN. Dos Anjos versus Fiziev, the Battle of the Raphaels. Uh, this will be on the big ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. Uh, like I said, let's start things off with a lightweight fight. Michael Johnson versus Jamie Malarkey. We've got 
Michael the Menace Johnson versus Jamie No Malarkey. Uh, let's tell you about the Menace first. 20 and 17, nine knockouts, two submissions. Been knocked out twice, submitted nine times. 12 and 13 in the UFC. He's won one of his last five fights. However, it was his last fight. He did win via knockout. So pro- probably saved his job. Used to fight down at Featherweight. 4 and 0 on the Ultimate Fighter. He didn't, was not the champion of the Ultimate Fighter, though, right? He lost in the finals, I believe. Yeah, he, he lost to uh, my boy Jonathan Brookins. Yes, okay. Um, he's got multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. 2008, he's been a pro MMA fighter since. Striking and active striking stats in his favor. A positive strike differential of plus 0.41. And a positive number on the board as well, plus 210 if, if you want to bet him. Jamie Malarkey, 14-5, 10 knockouts, three submissions. Been knocked out three times. Two and three in the UFC. Lost the last fight via TKO. Multiple regional championships on his. Mantle. Used to fight down at featherweight, so I'm repeating everything for him. Same as Johnson. Two inches height, one inch reach, eight years younger. Has been outstruck in the UFC by 1.63 strikes per minute. Minus 271 coming back on him. We'll let you go first. Uh, I think this is Jamie Malarkey all day. Um, I, I, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show that I didn't think that this was a, a fight card that lended itself well, uh, to a lot of picks, a lot of underdogs, and even some of my favorites, I wasn't real happy about this one. I'm fine with Jamie Malarkey's going to kill Michael Johnson. He he's much better on the feet. Um, he's faster with his hands. He's got good wrestling surprisingly when he chooses to use it. And like, dude, he has only lost to like some really great competition. Like go, go look at his, his list of losses. Jalen Turner, Faris Zayam, Brad Riddell. Go back to his regional circuit time. He lost on the regional circuit to Alexander Volkanovsky. Like, I mean, like, he he has fought a lot of dudes and a lot of tough dudes. And, and like, I don't know. What is Michael Johnson bringing at this time, dude? Like, the ability to wear out Alan Patrick. Um, and that's it. So, yeah, I, I'm taking Malarkey here. Yep. Fade the old guy is is what we're going to go with in this one. But, yeah. I don't know if he's going to be a recommended play because minus 271 is kind of steep. But regardless, he is our pick. All right, we got some chunky guys finally. They seem far and uh, few and far in between, but we do have some chunky guys. Heavyweights, Jerg Vandera, a favorite of our podcast, right, Dan? We, I, I, we, we never we, bag on him at all. We I think we've bagged on him more than most heavyweights. <laughs> Who's the other yeah. heavyweight that generally looks uh, like him that we also bag on? <laughs> uh, yeah, who knows? Who right. knows? But, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll give break it down. Dan's gonna figure it out. It's not Chase Sherman, but we bagging him too. He's fighting Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman not only is back in the UFC, but he's fighting again. He just fought. Um, all right, we'll tell you about the Vanilla Gorilla first. If I'm sure Sherman's a nice enough guy, but his nickname's the Vanilla Gorilla, so that's that's a big X in my in my book. Anyhow. 15 and 10 for Sherman, 14 knockouts, been knocked out four times, submitted twice, three and nine in the UFC, and he's still employed over two stints. Oh, and four over his last four fights. Last two fights, he's lost via submission. His last win was May of 2020, so it's over two years now. Was the bare knuckle fighting championship uh, champ at heavyweight. 1.3 times more active landing strikes. Uh, however, he's been out strong. Minus 0.24 strikes per minute uh, in the UFC. Plus 145 is the number on him. Uh, Vandera, 12 and 4, 7 knockouts, 3 submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted three times. He's 1 and 4 in the UFC. He's lost three straight fights, last one via submission. 
one of the contender series, multiple regional championships on his mantle. There you go. Sorry if you're doing research still, but yes. Uh, based on the last week, he'll be 19 pounds heavier than Sherman. All right, I told you it's chunky, guys. Two inches of reach on him, three years younger. He's been outstruck minus 0.26 strikes per minute, so their strike differential is pretty much identical in the UFC. Grappling stats in his favor, minus 175. Uh, I'm not quite as hyped as Jong was to get in on uh, Vendera because it is Vendera after all. Uh, but Jong was very uh, keen on getting in on uh, a lot of money on, in on him early, but um, on, on our Slack. But uh, Vendera is my pick. Sherman, yeah, he's he can't cut it at this level anymore. Not sure if Vendera can either, but he definitely can win this fight especially with his grappling. Yeah, well, and, and, well, I don't know about especially with his grappling. I mean, he is a black belt. but uh, He's a fantastic grappler. I, I mean, he just got tapped out to a scarf hole. Sarcasm. Um, which, Sarcasm. Which is, yeah, I mean, like, the, by the way, the, the other person I was thinking of was Josh Parisian. Yeah, like, Vandera and Josh okay. Parisian have the generally the same yeah. build. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't feel great about Vandera either, but the thing is, he has any grappling, which is more than Chase Sherman has. Uh, yeah, like, Sherman like, just basically quit last fight the second he got put in a grappling hold. Yeah, like, he, he as soon as he was on the ground with, well, I, I mean, he didn't quit the minute he was on the ground with, with Romanoff. Rom, Romanoff will rip your arm off. I think you're thinking yes. of the Jake the Jake Collier fight, though. Right, okay, um, yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah, where, like, as soon as he was on the mat, he was just like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Um, And, like, uh, yeah, like, it, it's yeah. silly to 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 not pick Vandera based on that, because Vandera's a black belt uh, under, it's not called Team Quest anymore, but you might remember it from back in, like, the early 2000s as Team Quest. Um, I think it's Dan Henderson Training Center now, but he's, like, a black belt from Catching. there. Yeah, Damn. so... So Vander is, I mean, Vander is legit, but like only legit enough that he like probably doesn't deserve to be fired versus most regional level heavyweights. Um, Sherman, <laughs> Sherman's Sherman's awful. Um, he's just yeah. terrible. So uh, yeah, I, I'm taking Vander all day here. Uh, and Vandera gave a very interesting interview on Top Turtle many moons ago. So it was it was weird. It was definitely it weird. Was, Sher, Sherman's yeah. been on it like seven times, but uh, really, yeah. It's not saving uh, yeah, I guess all that much. <laughs> no, well, weird, eh? Weird. Usually yeah. it's good luck being interviewed by Dan, but if if you're down in your luck, maybe you got interviewed on the top turtle podcast uh, and you need some money, Dave is the spot to go. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, if you got that, uh, that, that top turtle stank on you, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave's not a person though, guys. It is a app. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get financial relief they need with extra cash. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. It's D-A-V-E, just like the name. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member of the FDIC. And when you're online doing that, make sure you use an IP vanish. So you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. Or as Malcolm would say, privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data. Hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prime eyes. That's why I use IPVanish and VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure in the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, a browsing history, and more will be completely shielded fallen into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes it virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. 
Well, I'm a holder in public. I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan for our listeners with 30-day money-back guarantee. It's just like 89 months for free. Who doesn't like free stuff? IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.65 on Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. Use promo code SGP and claim your 70% savings. IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right. Sponsor reads out of the way. Let's finish off this here breaking down of the fights in the main card here. Bantamweights, we drop it down to said Nurmagomedov. No, he's not related, related to the Nurmagomedovs that you may know. He's fighting Douglas Silva de Andrage. No, he's not related to Jessica Andrage. Uh, all right, Silva de Andrage. D Silva is the nickname. Very catchy. 28 and 4, one no contest. He's been knocked out. Oh, sorry, he's knocked out 20 people and submitted two people. He's won, he's been knocked out once, submitted once. So very durable. And crazy power for a uh, bantamweight. Six and four in the UFC, won his last two fights via finish. Used to fight up at featherweight. 2007, he's been a professional MMA fighter since. He's been outstriking UFC by 0.36 strikes per minute, plus 210 on him. Nurmaga made off 15 and 2, four knockouts, four submissions. Never been finished in a fight. He's four and one in the UFC. Won his last two via finish. Used to fight down at flyweight. Used to fight up at featherweight. Was regional champ. He's been a professional fighter, MMA fighter since 2009. Inch height, two inches of reach on DeAndrage, Silva DeAndrage, seven years younger. Striking and active striking stats in his favor. Has outstruck his UFC opponents by 2.42 strikes per minute. Very impressive. Minus 260 going on him. Uh, you. I'm, this is the underdog I'm I'm not okay. sold on, but it's the one I'm going to go with. Uh, I, I'm going to take Douglas Silva Dandraj. Uh, look, I, I think everybody, and I said this before, I, I think everybody sees the Nurmagomedov name, not only assumes he's related, which I, I guess whether or not he's related doesn't even actually matter, but assumes he's like this phenomenal grappler. Do, do you know his, I, I know you just rattled off better grappling in numbers and such and do you know what his takedown percentage is? Do you know? Do you know what? Not off top of the head. He, he he's more of a striker, believe it or not. But yeah, he he's got a seven percent takedown accuracy uh, in the UFC. Seven uh, percent because he went one of eleven against Justin Scoggins, um, which is is not good um, at all. Uh, and because you don't know, that's not good. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, so yeah, like that that's the that's the first issue I have. It it doesn't stop him from trying once in a while. I do think he he is a good striker, but I also I don't know how much like big KO power he's gonna bring to this fight, right? Like I, I mean he, he knocked out Mark Strigel, but like Mark Strigel had a real bad run in the UFC. Is he still in the UFC? I mean he got knocked out by Chaz Skelly. So like I'm I'm not gonna I'm not going to book him as having a real great chin or anything like that. Um, and then, like, he, he guillotined Cody Stamen on a sloppy takedown. But, like, Rayoni Barcelos, like, really took it to Sadner Megamedov and, and won by a decision and, and pretty much took care of him. So, like, I, I don't know that Andrade couldn't. Like, Andrade is, like, a really crafty veteran. He seems to have a good gas tank. He's got really good grappling, as we saw. He, he really beat the hell out of Sergey Morozov. Um, I, I mean, he knocked out Gaetano Perello, which, again, not a super prestigious one. Um, you know, like, he hung in there for a while with Piotr Jan and Rob Font. Like, those are 
those are two of his three losses in the last, you know, half decade. So, uh, you know, like I'm willing to roll the dice here on Douglas Andrade in just like, hey, that that's a really high plus number. I, I don't think Sandor Megamedov has earned that. And so I think it's like a halfway playable spot here. But Dan's predicting the 16th plus 200 or more dog will come through this year. Uh, so we've had 15 out of 240 fights. So not a very likely outcome. That's why um, you get big money if it comes through. But uh, I am going with Nurmagomedov. You, you've kind of got an unhealthy obsession with fading anyone named Nurmagomedov now. Uh, you you I, did the same with Umar, I think. I did fade Umar, but that was more of a I'm a big Nate Manis guy. Um, and, and like yeah. to be fair, I I said that I didn't think Nurmagomedov would get anything done on the mat. And he, he didn't like, he, he just took him down. Um, and then he didn't yep. do anything. So, uh, I stand by that and, and side, I, I don't think Sedner Megamedov is going to try to do anything on the mat here, but, uh, I, I think Andrade might. Yeah. I, I'm taking, uh, Nurmagomedov. I think he's a legit prospect. E Spencer kite. My buddy just wrote about him on his Substack. Uh, he, he's on bar with him as well, but, um, yeah, striking with Andrade, um, can can be dangerous because I think he's got more power than Nurmagomedov. made up. But regardless, I am taking the heavy favorite here. I I think he's he's got the game to win regardless. Um, and no shame losing to Honi Barcelos, one of your first UFC fights. So let's see if Dan is right or I am right. We will see on Sunday. Excuse me, Saturday. We'll talk about it on Sunday. All right, co-main event. Ciao. Is that how it's pronounced? Chow I, I believe I believe it's Chow Borello. Chow Borello. <laughs> no, he He's he got, my my other my other co-host got <laughs> Bohio right. He he got that part right, but he did not <laughs> right. get he did right. not get Kai but correct. Kai Bohio versus Armin Petrosian, a battle of recent Dana White Contender Series uh, graduates in a middleweight fight. Let's tell you about Petrosian first. He's Superman. In case you wondered, you may have thought it was Clark Kent, but no. All this time, Dan, we were wrong. It's Armin Petrosian. Darn. I know. Like <laughs> it, he, that guy looked just like Clark Kent, just without it's glasses. Funnier. On. Like it's I funnier because it it's funnier because Bohio has the Clark Kent glasses. It's true, but Petrosian probably looks a bit more like Clark, uh, like Superman, though. Really, he kind of does kind of look like Superman now. I think about it, but um, Superman doesn't have a neck tattoo, so I think Bohio is is. The, excluded from from it there so uh or throat tattoo all right let's tell you about superman petrosian seven to one with six knockouts he's been knocked out once one and in the ufc one and in the Canadian series part of a three fight winning streak used to fight at light heavyweight was regional champ five inches of height on bohio he's twice more active landing strikes in over his two fights in the octagon he's outstruck his opponent very impressively of plus 4.17 despite all that he's at plus 170 on the board uh bohio is the natural He's 11-1 with one no contest, four knockouts, three submissions, never been finished in a fight. 1-0 in the Contender Series, 2-0 on, uh, sorry, 1-0 in UFC, 2-0 Contender Series, part of an eight-fight winning streak, 11 fights undefeated he's on right now, streak. He's fight at light heavyweight, was regional champ as well. Four inches of reach, three years younger. Striking stats in his favor. He's outstruck his opponent by almost two strikes per minute over three octagon appearances, plus 1.96. Grapple stats in his favor as well because he is a a very good grappler. Minus 210. I was I really wanted to take Petrosian because I, I like to take strikers over grapplers, but I, I just see him getting taken down here. Uh, 
Um, and Chow is actually a good striker in his own right. So uh, Bohio is the pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Bohio too. I think, you know, I think Petrosian has some success on the feet. And, and like, technically he won that that fight with Hobocop. But I think we all talked about how Hobocop really won that fight. And it was an insane judge's decision. Um, but in general, like, I mean, like, if you look at his fights, he finishes everybody really fast and really yeah. quick. Um, except for the hot he gets fight, which I didn't think he looked all that great in. You know, he gets first round finish, first round finish, second round finish, second round finish, first round finish, third round finish. So, like, with the exception of, like, his second pro fight ever, uh, it's all really quick kickboxing-styled finishes. But Ohio's going to get in his kitchen and, like, make it dirty. Um, and like, I, I think, you know, we don't have to worry about Ohio doing the Sean Strickland and, uh, you know, not just doing the thing that makes the most sense to win. He's smart enough to know that he needs to grapple here. Um, but I, I think he's just going to pressure him and tire him out. And, and ohio has got the right kind of cardio for that and the right kind of game planning for that. So yeah, I'm going to go with Ohio here too. And he may make an appearance in our super fan, John Parlay. So make sure you oh. tune in for that. So is he going to make a dirty and rub all that top turtle stank all over Petrosian? Yeah, he's going to get the stank off him. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, I had something else. Was, oh, you uh, hinted uh, a couple episodes ago. This, this is the uh, fighter you think the UFC are, um, Bohio is the fighter you, have, you think the UFC are trying to fast track to start him here. Yeah, I mean, so I really do think this is the a fighter that, like I said, that both of these guys came off the contender series, but it seemed like the UFC was trying to hype one. I think they love what they have in Kai Bohio. Um, like, it, it, it's weird because they made him fight two contender series fights, but after, first of all, agreeing to fight on the same season of contender series, he had already won on up a weight class yeah. on short notice. He said yes right. to it and went in and won. Um, so first of all, UFC loves that kind of shit. Second of all, he's a Brazilian guy who's super affluent, speaks great English. Like he's the type of dude that the UFC wants to like hype up, right? Like he's easy for them to market. And he also seems to be the type of guy who says yes to everything they like. And he's fun to watch. Like, they don't like get me the wrong. Yes yeah, they, they like the yes men. And he, he's also not like he's not a grappler in a way where he's like very power wrestlery and then like kind of looking for ground and pound. Like he takes risks on the ground. He also mixes it up in the striking. So like he, he does a lot of the things that they want fighters to do to be exciting. I think he's an exciting fighter. And now they've put him in two back to back co-main events, which is crazy. Um, two yeah. fights into his career is going to have two co-main events. But uh, yeah, like they, they clearly want to highlight his fights. Yep. He is an exciting fighter. Hopefully he comes through this week, um, makes their faith they're putting in him um, pan out. So yeah, middleweight's not the greatest weight class either. So he could very easily move up very quickly. So, all right, lightweights. This, this is a deep weight class. Uh, that is our main event. Couple, so deep, we got a couple Rafaels in it. Actually, is Fizzy have Rafael? He's Rafael, isn't he? I think he's Rafael, but I think yeah. I've said Rafael he's, before. He's because Bra- just, you just yes. get into We just assume it. he's Brazilian. Yes, he's not Brazilian, though, correct? No, he's... he's uh, ooh, Kyrgyzstani? He's from Kyrgyzstan? Yeah. You would never guess. That, that does not sound like a Kyrgyzstan name, though, does it? You think he's a Brazilian. That's why we call him Rafael, but no. I looked it up. He is Kyrgyzstan. Yeah. Rafael. I was right about that. There you go. <laughs> See, you probably didn't even know that country existed, but it does, people. Kyrgyzstan. Um, anyhow, Rafael dos 
Angelos, he's still around. Very underrated career. Uh, I remember I did a on a defunct side of mine. I did um, a ranking of the best UFC fighters over the past decade. It was when 2020 was rolling around. It was based on you know who they fought, whether they were champ, you know the record of their kind of like performance rankings I do on Money I've Made on Substack.com. And Dos Anjos made it. I think he was like number six or something like that. He, he's had a very under, I think underrated career in the UFC. Uh, and he's still going at it, uh, the former champ. Let's tell you about this fight. Um, RDA will do first. He is 31 and 13, five knockouts, 10 submissions. He's been knocked out three times. That's it. 44 fights. He's only been finished three times. 20 and 11 in the UFC. But no, he's not uh, totally washed up, at least not uh, win-wise, because he's won two straight. He lost two straight before that. Um, so he's 2-0, and 2-2, oh, two and 3-4 two, and four is his breakdown over his last what, seven fights total. Used to be the champ champion and he had a successful title defense as well against donald serrani used to fight at welterweight it's still strange that he can he can make a guy his size makes featherweight but i'm uh, sorry uh lightweight but he does uh 2004 he's been a professional mma fighter since he's a bjj champion he's outstruck his opponents of 0.38 strikes per minute in the ufc plus 175 on him who's he have adam Ann. we still have we figured out that nickname I don't believe we have. <laughs> no, isn't that wasn't that like one of the dynasty? That was like one of the dynasties back in the old days, wasn't there? Was there? A, no, I'm thinking Ottoman, maybe. Yeah, I think Anyhow. you're thinking of Ottoman. <laughs> I am. I'm trying to sound smart, but I failed. Um, my well-read co-host saw right through it. All right, uh, Adam Ann. I guess maybe that's just what you cheer at him when he's doing good. Adam Ann. <laughs> uh, instead, Adam boy. Instead, Adam boy. He's no, he's no boy. Um. 11-1, seven knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once. The only time he's been stopped in his UFC career, and that wasn't the UFC. Who was it that stopped him, Dan? Uh, it was his debut, and it was, it was? Ma- I think, Magomed Mustafaev. That sounds about right. Usually, if you guess Magomed, you're going to be right. So, probably. Hang on, let me um, hang on, let me look it up. Yeah, it's Magomed Mustafaev. Magomed Mustafaev. Uh, since that time, he has won five. Straight fights. Uh, last fight, he won via knockout. He's a Muay Thai champion. He's got interreach on Dos Anjos, nine years younger than him. Uh, however, despite the success in the UFC, he's been outstruck, barely, but he has technically been outstruck, 0.22 strikes per minute. Uh, he's more active than Dos Anjos, landing strikes, one and a half times more active, minus 215 on him. Go, go ahead. I'm going to take Faziev. Um, and I, I actually, you're so happy about it though. Uh, no, but well, that's because when I first saw it, I was like, Ooh, maybe Dos Anjos in a dog spot here. Um, and we, we, I had already started breaking this one down a long time ago because we already had this one booked once. Um, but like, here, here's the thing Fazia defends takedowns really well. Um, like really well. Like since that loss to Mustafaev, he's faced 22 takedown attempts in the next five fights. And against some dudes with really good grappling too, right? Like Mark Diacasey just, you know, scored 11 takedowns in his last fight uh, and, and didn't get one. Uh, you know, Hanato Moicano, Brad Riddell, like in in all those fighters combined for a one for 22 rate against uh, Fiziev. So like he, he's exceptional at defending takedowns and not that Dos Anjos could only take him down and win that way. But like at at Dos Anjos's age and where he is in his career, I no longer can think that Dos Anjos can keep up with the speed of Fiziev. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you give me Dos Anjos, you know, like right around when he fought Tony Ferguson, 
like in that five round main event, like maybe that Dos Anjos hangs on the feet with Fiziev for a little while, at least if, if he gets his boxing going and finds his range early, but like, he's just going to be so much slower on the feet and with no backup plan to take it to the mat or, or, you know, like seemingly it not working in, in my imagination. I just think Fiziev is just going to piece him up on the feet. Um, it'll be interesting to see where the, the stoppage comes, if it is going to be a stoppage, because RDA is notoriously hard to put away, but I am going to take Fiziev here. I I think he could even just win a 50, 45 decision. Yeah. It's, I guess we can't really say RDA is washed because like he's on a winning streak, but you know, his best days are definitely behind him. Nine year age gap is pretty huge at a lighter weight class like this. Um, and Fiziev, he doesn't just have youth in the side. He's a very, very good fighter on a very, very nice role. So we're going to agree. Well, we're taking Rafael over Rafael in this fight. So yeah. And, and it's worth noting too, Boom, you know, you mentioned you he's, Make hard. You, you mentioned he's on a two-fight winning streak, right? Since since coming back to lightweight, although I don't think the Felder fight was yeah. at lightweight, was it? Oh, it was at lightweight. Um, since coming back to lightweight, he's on a two-fight winning streak. It's against Paul Felder, and, and you remember that fight. It was retired. a split. De- it was a split decision. The guys retired, and he just grappled the shit out of him. And then the next one was against Hanato Moicano, a featherweight coming up to lightweight. It was a short notice fill-in for Faziev. And he mostly just grappled the shit out of him. So, like, if you don't think he can grapple the shit out of Fiziev, he hasn't won a fight in, like, five years that he hasn't done that. So, uh, yeah, like, that pretty much goes out the window. Hopefully he doesn't, because who wants to see that get grappled out of someone in a, in a in the cage stand? That would be really gross to look at, don't you think? I, it has happened before. <laughs> do you, it's do true. You, have you ever done that to someone, Dan, in your grappling I, career? I I have not. But do you remember who did it in the UFC? Um, was it Justine Kish? It was Justine Kish. Poor Justine. She had to leave the UFC because of it. She's it's doing so really well in Bellator. Yeah, imagine. I think that. She, she just beat the, the champ, I think, or the former off. champ. Yep, there you go. But that's Bellator. We don't talk about Bellator. Well, sometimes we do. Not this week. All right. Um, you may think we're done, but no, people. Actually, you probably see the runtime on this podcast. You see, there's more minutes coming. Um. Because we got our recommended plays, which no, okay, I gotta explain the rules to Dan. Okay, these are plays you think you're gonna win. Like these are your sure picks, Dan. Okay, I, you don't go I, crazy. I made you money last week. You want. I made money made last week. Forty cents or something. This true. It's <laughs> you think twenty-two. Make <laughs> money. It, maybe if you want to make prop bets and you don't want it recommended plays, we can just like you just separately throw out some props if you want. Okay, I'll give you that option. I'm I'm gonna pick a prop again, but you. you... All right, go ahead. You go uh, first. Is, is it my turn to go first? Okay, I'll save. The I always prop for, let you go first. I'll save the prop for last. Uh, I'm gonna start by taking Ronnie Lawrence, twenty-five bucks on the money line. I just looked at his name too. What, twenty bucks, Lawrence. Twenty-five. Um, twenty-five bucks. I'm twenty-five. Okay, money. twenty-five Lawrence. And what's the number I gave you in the last episode? Minus one thirty-five. He's fighting Syed Said Yokub Kokromanov. I like I like that number as well. Um, all right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna mimic you. 25 on Lawrence, minus 135. Uh, I'm high on on Heyman in this fight as well. Go ahead. All right, I'll follow that one up with I'm gonna take Fiziev. Um, I just mentioned I liked him. I'll take 25 on his money line as well. All right, Fiziev 25 on uh, Fiziev minus 215 on him. See, Dan's doing it right so far. He's giving you all plus picks. Maybe boring, but these are our safe recommended plays. Um, all right. All right. What do I like next? 
do I? No, I, I can't recommend Vandera, Dan. I was going to do it, but come on. I can't do that. Um, nope. This is kind of a tough one. I may have to like throw a bunch of money on ones that I like a lot. Um, David Onama, that's a pretty safe pick. Um, I'm going to put 50 bucks on him since I don't have a lot of picks I like this week. 50 bucks on David Onama. He's fighting a short notice debuting fighter in the UFC. We don't have a number yet on Onama, actually. But but whenever yeah, it comes out, you're just going to blindly throw 50 there. <laughs> yep, 50 bucks on that. I don't care how high it is. I, I think he's pretty safe in the, uh, safe pick there. What if it posts – I just have to ask. What if it posts <laughs> at negative 650? I, I still win money, so that's fine. Okay, you're going to take the 50. All right. Sure, Jeff, why not? Hey, Jeff, I win. I win. Just picking not to lose money this week. Um, that's why people uh, people like Dan Moore, because he, he may be more risky, but I win. So just remember that, folks. All right, here's a risky one I like. I like Nina Nunez's money line. Um, yeah. I'm going to put I'm gonna put 20 on Nina Nunez. Yeah, uh, no, I, I don't hate that, because I'm picking her as well. You're all going to have to go back. I think, and let's throw last episode if you haven't already, because uh, we're going heavy on the on the prelims for our recommended play. So her line against Calvillo, I quoted you at plus one twenty eight. That'll be a nice score for you if you come through on that. Um, do I nah? Do I like that? No, I'm gonna go Kennedy and Sachupu with my final final twenty five bucks. Even though I do like the news one, uh, fighting Baby K, Carl Roberson, and Sachupu minus. 120 gets 125 bucks money line. Um, so I'm gonna I, I had already circled him as well for one of my plays. I'm gonna take 20 nice. bucks on on Kennedy as well. Um, okay. I like that one, and that leaves me with just 10 bucks. I told you I was gonna throw a prop in there. I'm I'm gonna throw a prop in Jared Vandera via submission. Oh, you are doing a prop. Yep, and Jared him Van, too. Jared Vandera via submission. I literally was in the process of writing it down. And when I was in the Slack channel, shout out to the Slack channel, Dredney put the yes. same exact prop Dredney. in there as I was wow. writing it down. Um, it's plus 700 right now for Jared what? Bandera by submission. Oh, that's a lucky number back, for you too. And, and we got back-to-back submission losses for Sherman. Yeah, like the, the fact that it was plus 700 was like calling out to me, like dead on this. So uh, yeah, I'll take Bandera by sub with my last 10 bucks. Uh, plus 700. You know, you, you know, you have a gambling problem when numbers call out to you and tell you to bet on them, Dan. Just thought I'd throw that out there. So. I mean, as long as they're right, I don't really care. <laughs> it's true. It's not a gambling, <laughs> it's not a gambling problem as long as you win. Um, all right. I'm assuming that's probably going to be part of your Hungry Man Jong super fan parlay. It, it actually isn't. Um, no. I, I'm going to leave that one off that one. Uh, instead, I'll just give you two other props I like that you can pair for 10 to 1. Um, so the two props I like here are I'm going to take Ronnie Lawrence by decision. I think Sadia Cub, uh, Krak Romanov is really tough and really durable. I think Ronnie Lawrence is mostly going to implement a wrestling game plan. Um, so I already liked Ronnie Lawrence just on the money line. But if you want to crank that up a little bit, him by decision is plus 165, I'm seeing. Um, which is, is a pretty nice uh, way to turn a, a favorite into or a dog into a favorite rather. And then uh, the other one that I really liked was uh, Kaibo Ohio by submission. Uh, we just mentioned Armin Petrosian, really good kickboxer. Uh, Bohio going to be smart and grapple. Uh, Bohio by submission, I'm seeing it plus 330 in some places. Um, so, like, if, if you stack those two together, you're going to get a little bit better than 10 to 1 odds. 
Um, so that's that's Yawn. where I'm going to live on that one. Last time it was 47 to one. Now you're down to 10 to one. Oh my gosh. 47 to one and half of it hit too. I was would have been, been <laughs> a true. real real nice score there. But seriously, who's going to sneeze at 10 to one uh, for two very likely outcomes? That's, Those probably are the so. most two most likely outcomes for those fights, probably. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I also, awesome. I'll, I'll just say this too. Like, there is a chance, and, and I saw this line too that that we'll just mention before we go. There is a chance that Bohio is the type of guy who's going to get on top of Petrosian, not find his opening, and just like unleash with punches. Uh, and I'm seeing plus six hundred for Bohio by TKO or KO. Not a bad line there either. There you go. There you go. But it's true what Dan said. We are going to go. We are leaving you. You got two of us. Actually, this is what, if you count Sunday as part of this week, you've got us four times in your years already by now. So I think that's enough. We're going to be back in a few days. Don't worry. We'll be back on Sunday to recap how we did with everything. Um, Sundays are our UFC recap days. We'll recap how we did. Look ahead to the week to come because the UFC is cranking out events every week. We got a big ABC event coming up next week. And then Monday, we'll be back in yours. We'll re- recap how we did with the regional picks. If you haven't listened to that, go back a couple episodes. Uh, Dan gives you six bets to get in on this Friday for regional action. We'll recap that on our Monday episode and look ahead to the regional scene next week and give you some more picks as well. Constantly give you winning picks um, in your ears and over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And on Twitter, SGPN MMA is the, our main Twitter feed or my personal one that I send out stuff on is Jeff Fox writer. Dan's is Gumby Vreeland. And, and you can listen to his top turtle MMA podcast that we always tell you to listen to. And you can read my MMA stuff over at what's it called? Uh, MoneyMMA.substack.com. I'm just going to do a write up on the PFL payouts uh, from last weekend. Kayla Harrison makes a lot of money, Dan. She does. Yeah. She's, it's not she's just, doing, it's, she's doing her damn thing. And it's like saying that she wins a million every season is kind of incorrect. Uh, Cause she's, Go to my site. You'll see how much she makes per fight. It's, uh, yeah, million. Uh, she's getting more than a million per season. Let's just put it that way. So um, anything else, Dan? No, I think that's it. Okay, take us home. All right, I'm Dana Gooby-Freeland. He's Pretty Ricky Jeff Fox, and we will catch you on Sunday. 